This is the EP Growth Podcast from Hunter Rehabilitation and Health. We are here to grow the exercise physiology profession through supporting the professional and personal growth of young EPs in the industry. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the EP Growth Podcast. My name is Ryan McCarthy. I'm the host, the director of Hunter Rehabilitation and Health. And once again, I'm joined by my co-host, Christopher Goward, manager of Hunter Rehab and Health. How are you today, mate? Good, mate. Good morning. I feel very uh, formal and serious now. It's Christopher Goward this morning. I feel like I'm in trouble with mum. <laughs> I like to mix it up. I like to mix it up. We're, we're professionals that's, and that's uh, good. yeah, always use our, our full names. We try to. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Um, how's things going, mate? How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm flying. I think uh, the longer summer days, we're just talking about that, sort of able to get uh, heaps more out of my afternoons. I think in winter months, it's all over a bit too quick. I'm able to hit a few more golf balls at the moment, which is good. So. Yeah, just starting to get a bit of warm weather now in, in February here. So it's, uh, yeah, absolutely beautiful. Too much rain as of late, but mm. beautiful at the moment. Can't complain. Um, all right, let's get straight into it, mate. There's, um, there's plenty of gold to uh, discover and uh, share with the listeners out there. So let's get straight into it. Today's episode is going to be all about what to expect as a new graduate exercise physiologist in a private practice company. I think this is really, really important. You're hearing it from business owner, from managers, what we expect of you and, and give you a very good understanding of what to expect in your first couple of weeks, first couple of months, because uh, from our experience, it is a bit of a shock. It, it, it definitely is a bit of a shock coming straight into private practice. So it's time to unravel it and make sure you are as prepared as possible. Let's kick it off, Chris. Uh, where do we begin with what to expect? Very, very nerve-wracking, isn't it? You sort of turn up, new place. Oh, will I know everything? Will I be able to do the job? Will I fit in? All these different things going through your head. Um, what to expect? I think, um, well, from our perspective is we just want to see someone that um, is is willing to, to work hard and apply themselves. I'm not expecting someone in a new grad role to have the answers to everything or to be brilliant at everything. I still very much think um, as a new grad, you've got a lot to work on. That's assumed. Um, things that are that are sort of more non-negotiable are your attitude about it, how you're going to go about joining this new team and applying yourself and getting up to speed quickly. So that's where you need to start with uh, with focus and attention. Excellent. You talked about attitude there. Practically, mm. what what does that look like? Yeah, uh, yeah. So the the little things that probably you know hopefully mum and dad have sort of spoken to you about like you know, turn up on time and what does on time mean so it's not at five or ten minutes too it's let's get there half an hour early and start working through your day setting up a plan for how you're going to get through the day um, if you're if you're not up to speed at the end of the day you know you've missed a few things you've forgotten a few things or whatnot maybe you spend an extra twenty to thirty minutes at the end of the day just tidying your things up making sure you're across what's just happened and uh, squared away for that day. So when you start tomorrow, you're ready to go from square one again. So um, that's, that's the most obvious attitude thing for me is that you're, you're putting in the time and effort to make sure you're, you're on top of things. It's um, as a, as a manager or someone um, that's helping to mentor, I hate seeing when, when people, uh, they arrive right on time and, and walk out right on time as, as much as that's, you know, that's what you're being paid for. Um, 
but doing that when you're so you're behind, you haven't done the things you're supposed to do in the allotted time that was given to you to do that task. I think as a new grad, I, I want to see that, um, you know, you're showing the effort to actually tick those things off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, not the best look having your patient in the welcome room as you walk in with the bag over the shoulder and the lunch and you're, you're rushing in, you got the sunnies on the head and you're coming straight past them. You quickly dump mm. it down. Then you come out to see the patient, the patients obviously, yeah, there's a bit of perceived indifference there and they think, oh, this practitioner doesn't care about my consult. I'm not going to get as much value out of this because we're already running a bit late. Um, mm. So yeah, exactly. That's a good point around attitude. What does uh what does the first week look like right, for for any sort of new graduate? I guess more specifically here in our clinic. Yeah, we'll talk about our clinic. I, I can't really speak for anybody else, but uh, at our clinic, we like to have it's a, a week long induction. So from day one, you'll start, and we start to go through all the systems that we use here, any of the software um, processes that we'd like to to use here, specific to our clinic, and then we'll start to transition into a few more of the practical things, applying it, and what are some of the the, um, the theories and models we like to use when we're seeing our clients. So how do we like to go about rebooking in general and language we use and what are the values of the place is a big one we'd like to spend a bit of time on. So we'll spend a week going through those things uh, and making sure we're as up to speed as possible with um, the objective running of the place. And then as we transition into the next week, that's when we'll start to get some clients into the books and having reviews to make sure you're, you're across that and able to apply the things we went over in the first week. Yeah, exactly. And something that we like to do here and something that, that I personally do in the first week with every new employee is go through uh, the story of the business and how it all began and, and basically the reason why we exist as well, our core purpose, our mission and our core values. Um, I used the analogy with a, with a um, new employee the other week who was a really big fan of uh, Liverpool Football Club and I said this is no different to a to Liverpool Football Club having a new signing and they get them in and they tell them all about the history of the club where did the club begin what do they stand for what, what have they achieved where are they going it's important that that, that new player understands the, the club that they're playing for and it's same here it's important that the the new employee understands where we began um, why we why the business started what is our core purpose and, and where are we heading um, so that's a, a really enjoyable part of, of the induction week that I, I like to sit down and and get all that information across and tell some stories that um, really build the clinic and and uh, that way they can obviously share that story with with clients and and other colleagues as well. I like the way we, I mean, blow our own horn here a little bit, right? But I like the way we we do that for um, new clients. So for those of you playing along at home, um, rival right, we'll just take our new grad or oh, sorry, new employee. Um, for a coffee and spend half an hour to an hour just having a conversation. So it's not, it's not um, you just sitting there telling them, this is what our story is, this is how it's going to be, all that sort of stuff. It's a back and forth conversation. So whilst they're learning about you know, what is, what's the Hunter Rehab story, you're learning a little bit more about them, like what's your story um, in more detail than, than what we've been able to get out of in the, um, in the sort of uh, job allocation process. So it provides a bit more understanding and learning on both fronts. We know a bit more about our, our new employee and, and they know a bit more about the uh, the history of Hunter Rehab and, and what's the goals for both of us moving forward. So I think it's really beneficial, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Now, let's talk about that first week or that first first two weeks. How, how would a new grad expect to, to feel on a Friday afternoon after that that first week? And, and yeah, how, how can they, what, what can they do to obviously um, make sure that they're, yeah, in front and, and yeah, succeeding the, the best they can in this induction. 
yeah, I, I won't speak for everyone. Some people might be um, super organized on top of it and excited by it all and, and feel brilliant on Friday afternoon. But generally, there's a lot of info. Uh, it's not... Um, you know, it's not a lot of info around, hey, know this pathology and be able to prescribe these exercises for, for this condition. It, it's not really about that. It's it's how does our clinic work? What's our software? What's our process? All that sort of stuff, uh, which is is obviously new because no one is doing exactly what we're doing. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the new stuff that they're trying to take on and, and trying to experience for the first time. So it's probably a, a little bit of overwhelm uh, for some. It's probably a lot of, geez, that's a lot of information. Um, so things you can do to sort of manage that is we provide everyone with our induction booklet and on, so that's got a, a page for each day, all the, here's all the tasks and, and key concepts we're, we're going to go through on that day. So something very simple is at the end of each day, go through that, go through it with the, the mentor that's here and, and tick off each task. Do I know how to do that? Do I know what this means? Can I physically show someone how to do that now based off this induction? And if you can do that, then you can sort of rest pretty easy going, well, I'm, I'm sweet and I'm up to speed with the things I'm, up, I'm meant to be up to speed with. And that's the objective of the of the induction itself is to step-by-step step, go through the things you're, you'll need to be across and, uh, and make sure you are. Yeah. And you touched on it just before about uh exercises and exercise prescription i think it's mm. very important from my perspective i think from your perspective is that there are very i guess very low expectations uh, from from us in terms of them their, them and their clinical knowledge we have 30 minute uh mentoring sessions every single week for for new grads where they can talk about what exercises they should prescribe for this client and what tests should we do for this client so we understand that we will train them over the next 12 months next 18 months next next two years on that, uh, on the clinical side of things. So I think it's very important for new grads coming into the, into businesses that there's no silly questions. Like it's, it's okay to ask. You don't have to feel, yeah, feel dumb or anything like that. If someone says I've got a patient with a disc bulge and yeah, I'm not sure what exercises to do. Like it's, it's a basic thing from a, from experience EP, but it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't bother us at all. Like we expect those types of things. We want questions and loads of them. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions. There are no silly questions. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Chris? Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think we get enough questions uh, at times. Maybe, perhaps that's because we're, we're covering a lot of things. Let's run with that. That's nicer for us. It's, um, yeah, perhaps we could hear a few more questions. But uh, I think remembering as well as a new grad that sometimes the most basic exercises are the most effective. They're easy for clients to understand they're easy for them to complete at home with minimal equipment. Like they can be very, very effective. If you're able to go about explaining the benefits, how to do it, all of that stuff, the soft skills associated with that exercise, if you can do that well, then the basic exercises are fine. You haven't got to reinvent the wheel. Um, I think the, the more experienced guys here sort of come full circle trying to sort of prescribe most hectic sort of things because it, it's great, but then end up coming back to something that's really basic because it's effective. So don't get too caught up with that side of things. The other thing to that I would say as well is um, I would expect someone that's a, an EP to be enthusiastic about their, their field they're in, to, to have an interest in it. I would expect that sort of person to be doing some CPD around that in their own time anyway. Um, I don't think you're going to come out of uni with all the exercises for all the conditions and a complete understanding of why you would do that and why it's beneficial. I, I don't think that's a thing coming out of university. So ongoing personal development in that space moving forward separate to what we're doing here in the induction I, I would expect that to be happening so i'd expect to see that just gradually improving anyway so 
um, yeah, getting caught up with the exercises. That's kind of my stance there. And perhaps that's something that would come to us and ask questions about, hey, what do you think about this? I've been doing some work around this area. What do you think about this? I think that's what I would expect from a new employer here, not necessarily, hey, I've got this condition coming in later. Um, what do you think I should do? Like that's, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. All right. Perfect. I think another thing to expect is that I guess I think for the first three months, the first six months is that things are going to take you more time than, than an experienced EP. Things are going to take you more time to write a report, to, to do a phone call to a rehab provider, to, to write clinical notes, even to, to write up an exercise program for a condition. Everything is going to take longer. It's going to take longer and it's going to take more energy because you're thinking more about it. So it's, it's important to understand that, this isn't how it's going to be forever, but things are going to take a little bit more time. It's going to be more energy consuming, but after six, 12 months, as you get better at this, it becomes more streamlined, just like with anything that you do. But in order to combat that, give yourself that time and be organized as well. If, if something's going to take a little bit more time, then like I said, like Chris mentioned before, come in a little bit earlier. Um, if you want to get on top of everything by the end of the week, you might have to stay back that little bit extra on, on Friday. And it's important to understand that coming out of uni, you are now a health professional. You are now in a professional role, no different to a, a lawyer or an accountant. If there's work to be done, you might need to stay back and get it done. Like this isn't KFC or, or McDonald's where you're on the clock and you're clocking on and clocking off. It's now a professional role and you need to understand that, that as health professionals, we, we need to stay back sometimes and get the job done. We need to start a little bit early to get things done. And, and that is the expectation. Now you're in a professional role. Yeah, shout out to KFC McDonald's, always eat your chicken nuggets responsibly. Um, <laughs> uh, I agree. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. The other thing it's very important to understand is, uh, this will this will test your ego as well is feedback you are going to get loads and loads and loads of feedback in your first first six months you have to understand it is not criticism it's not criticism by anyone at the business it's not criticism from your mentor or your manager it is honest feedback coming from the right place and you need to adopt a mentality of a sponge and, and take it all in and be so open-minded that that you don't know everything and these people have walked the path that you have walked before and and take their advice and and try and implement to the best of your ability i think it's very important that we take that approach um, and understand that yeah there's going to be plenty of feedback there for you what are your thoughts chris definitely so that is the most valuable part about working with a team in my opinion oh there's other valuable things but from a professional sense is being able to get that real-time feedback so uh as i touched on in our i think it was our very first podcast um working on my own as a sort of sole um, practitioner out and about all the time you don't know if you're the best practitioner in the world or the worst practitioner in the world because there's not a lot of feedback you've got your clients um but again, is there a different way to be going about what you're doing? So if you can arrive at a, a clinic such as ours, um, you've got a mentor, there's other more senior people uh, working as EPs, you should be chasing them for feedback. Hey, what do you think about this? Is, is this right? Could I do this better? Is there a more efficient way to do this? So if you're finding that you, you're staying back half an hour every day to just get the fundamentals done, there's probably a more efficient way to do what you're doing. So ask a mentor or someone more senior, hey, is there a quicker way I can do this? Is there a better way I can be doing this? Is, it, is this too much information in this or things to that effect? You, you can't be too proud. You've got to check that ego. And uh, 
if you can have those honest conversations, you're going to get developed far, far quicker than someone that just sort of, oh, no, Ryan and Chris said, I've got to stay later. So I'll just stay later and keep doing everything the same. Um, let's work out why we're doing that. So um, feedback is, is massive. You've got to take it the right way and seek it out. Exactly. And you've got to understand that's the only reason that uh, that feedback is given is because the people care about you and the people mm. honestly want you to become the best version of yourself and the best version, uh, the best EP you can possibly be. And that is the reason why if they didn't care, they wouldn't give you any feedback. They just they let you go on and do the things that you are continuing to do. So another quick analogy I used for the recent uh, new employee here was once again around Liverpool Football Club. If you're coming in from, say, the under 19s and, and, and stepping up into the into the first team, and you've got a, a captain there or some, some leaders of the club that have been playing for the club 15 years and they've won three or four Champions League titles, you're going to listen to what they say. Uh, you're, going to take, you're going to take their feedback. You've, you've got to yeah, check your ego at the door and, and you're going to be getting feedback from these, these experienced players that have walked the path that you want to walk uh, for many, many years. And then you'll get the coach pulling your side. When you're in the middle of a drill, they'll pull your side and they might just say, just try doing this differently. I want you to do this instead. And you take it all on, on, on board. That's, that's, that's how it works here as well. So um, yeah, it's important exactly. that we set that expectation. Yeah, exactly. So new, new employees here start with a probation period. And within that time, you sort of, you're not expecting that person to come on board and just be killing it straight away. Like ideal, great, but you, you're expecting a period of time for them to warm into things. So what are we expecting in that time? Well, it's, yeah, attitude. Are you adopting the things we're suggesting you adopt? Are you trying the things we're suggesting you try out? What, what's your attitude on developing and, and trying to improve? That's what we're looking for. It's not necessarily straight out of the box. Can you just turn up and be, you know, quote, unquote, the best EP that you can be? So, yeah. Um, and, it, and it goes two ways as well. Uh, it goes two ways, that communication. If... We, we need to know in that first six months sort of yeah what your challenges are. If you're not adopting things or you're not, not to be there, let us know. Say, listen, I've, uh, let us know, let your mentor know in those, those catch-ups, I'm really struggling with my, my sleep at the moment and, and I'm not mm. getting any sleep and things like that. So like we need to know you can't bottle it all up and, and, then, uh, and then implode and, and quit the profession, uh, which, yes, unfortunately, some um, EPs do because they're unable to, yeah, to express how they feel. And, and it's got to go two ways. We're here to help, uh, but we need to know what the challenges and barriers that you're facing are and then put some action points um, in to help you in that sense. Yep, that's a, that's a really key topic, actually. And we could, we could spend ages talking about it. But I remember when I first started doing some mentoring here, uh, and um, I'll mention the name because she said I can previously, but um, I was having conversations with Eden. So one of our, our now senior EPs here, and we're having a discussion about um, the mentor-mentee relationship. And, and she was sort of giving me some feedback about how to go about feedback with her. And I sort of, I let her know. I was like, do you know, it's it's quite difficult becoming a mentor in that you spend a lot of time just, you know, you're being an EP and you sort of, you come into these roles, but you have a lot of training as an EP, but you don't get a lot of training as a, as a mentor as such. And um, how to go about that and what that looks like. When do you become a mentor? It's not exactly clear. So I think the mentee sort of having clear conversations with the mentor, geez, I hope I haven't stuffed that up, um, to, to clarify, you know, what do I expect? Like what works for me and uh, how should I be communicated with and, and what questions do I have to, to really establish that relationship of, oh, hey, I'm looking at you for some guidance here. Um, that's, that's really powerful. So unless, and credit to Eden in, in that conversation, that really helped me um, to understand that, oh, geez, you know, this person is is looking at me for some guidance here. Um, 
it can really help to establish that back and forth relationship. So yeah, mentors and mentees have a role to play in, in establishing that positive relationship. 100%. Uh, any final parting words, Chris? Any any other important aspects the uh, new grad should expect when coming into private practice? I, mean, I would say try and enjoy it. It's it's daunting that you're coming from uni where you've probably worked a, you know, a couple of jobs and going to uni and you've got a bit of free time still and lots of time with the mates and whatnot. And you, you're about to embark on sort of the start of your professional career really uh and that that might mean um you know a little bit less free time if you're if you're not able to organize very well or certain things start to get traded out but it's what you're going to get for it is a is a whole heap more opportunity um and the it's sort of the start of your professional adult life and i think there's there's just so many learning opportunities within that at the start you can look at it and go geez i'm under the pump here or you can say Gee, look at look at all the stuff I'm, I'm taking on at the moment. My, my level of personal growth at the moment has just gone through the roof. Um, this is setting me up to be infinitely better in the future. So if you can take it with a positive approach, try and enjoy the amount that you're learning and and do that learn. Take it all on, ask questions. It's a it's a massively valuable part of um, yeah you starting out as a professional. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll all reflect back uh when we retire about our first few years in, in professional practice and, and understand how many life skills we actually learned in those first, first few years and, and be grateful for our mentors and um, our leaders in that time. Trying, trying to laugh at the mistakes you've made. Otherwise you'd cry at them, but um, we've all made them. So the important thing is you, you got in there and you had a crack and you made them and you moved on from them. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's exciting times. Just take it on. Hundred percent. I think that's the last thing as well. Expect to make mistakes. I think as a uh, as a new grad, expect to make mistakes. That's how we learn um, through every every mistake. And I think unfortunately, the the schooling systems in universities, um, yeah, frown upon us, yeah, failing and making mistakes. But I think it's a vital part of um, of your growth. Is you need to fail uh, to grow personally and, and to learn. So yeah, there'll be there'll be failures, there'll be mistakes. Um, and we learn from it. So yeah, expect that. And we don't, uh, we, we're not, that's not frowned upon here. No, I think I can speak um, honestly and, and from experience is that uh, you've, you've led the charge on this one and I try to as well now, but it's not necessarily the mistake you've made. It's like, okay, what are we going to do about that now? What's your next plan? What's your next step from here now? Like I'm not necessarily mad, but I'm very, very keen to hear what you want to do about it now. And if you've got a plan in place there, brilliant. Let's move on. We've learned from that. Let's, let's carry on. So um yeah exactly all right thanks for your time chris uh, that's all we've got time for today and we'll see you all on the next episode bye for awesome. now hey guys thank you so much for listening to another episode of the ep growth podcast i would be forever grateful if you left a review subscribe to our channel and also share this podcast with any of your friends so we could ultimately grow this profession together. If you'd like any further information, please check us out on hunterrehab.com.au. Bye for now.